three, two, one. What's going on, guys? Wednesday, today, I was talking to them, but I want to also talk to you guys today with my roommates. We've got Alex back on the show. Hey. What's happening, man? Bill Nye, the science guy over here. And then we've also got (laughs) the big Brent himself. How's it going, man? Hey. Um, It's going good. It's great, great. And, uh, you know, I didn't have you guys last week because... of a variety of reasons, but I was joined with Zach, and uh, we had some good conversations. So, what were you guys up to uh, last time I was supposed to film, which was Wednesday, I believe? What were we up to, Brent? Was it? I was in Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. I went down there to help my friend drive initially, but it turned out to be a pretty cool weekend. What did you guys do? We uh, went to the hot springs down there, in Fairbanks, Chena Hot Springs, and did a lot of shooting. And uh, some other stuff. Sounds so exciting. Climbing. <laughs> you make it sound great. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, thrilling. it was it was really cool actually. Mm-hmm. I were probably you, don't make it sound that great. Where do you guys go climbing at? Uh, it was like a rock climbing gym, bouldering. So yeah. it's it's not the one where you have ropes. Yeah, it's kind of like a, in a school, bun- the rock gym in the it's in high way, school. Yes, but way better. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, way better because it's. There's like pads on the ground that you can fall on and they go, some of them go like sideways or some of them, some of them you're like upside down having to climb and there's different levels that are harder to do. Some of them have like barely little knobs that you have to hold on to. So you have to have really strong grip strength. Yeah. I've seen like people do those in like videos and stuff and like it's a workout. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And people do it on regular rocks too. That's just like the bouldering uh, things, but I've, I, I've like followed a couple people on like Instagram that do that, and they they'll climb on real spots, but they'll put a little mat underneath them, mm-hmm. and they'll just climb a little rock face. Well, that sounds like a fun weekend, though. Just kind of like you know, for, for people that just don't know, Fairbanks out. is far away. It's like Fairbanks a ten-hour drive. Cool. I, that was the first time I'd ever been to Fairbanks, and and it's kind of a different Alaska experience than you, than you might experience here on the peninsula during the winter, especially. Can you describe it to someone that hasn't been to Alaska before or doesn't know a lot about it? Like yeah, how it's different. I feel like Fairbanks is more the Alaska that they would imagine, like the beautiful snow. Because like here, our snow, we get so much like it gets hot and then it gets cold, so everything melts down, and then we get a bunch of slush all the time. I think living by the coast might have something to do with some of the weather changes that we get here. But since it's more north, central Alaska, then I think. Uh, How is it different from living in the south? Well, uh, well, it gets really hot in the summer there, I hear, and then really, really cold in the winter, like negative temps, and it was pretty cold there. Yeah, because I have some out-of-state friends, and I tell them that sometimes Alaska gets really hot, and oh, they get yeah. surprised. They're like, oh, what? Yeah, another thing, like, people have never been here, if you ever want to see the Northern Lights, you, like, I saw them two out of the three days that I was there in Fairbanks. I saw them two the days. Really? Yeah. Wow. So. That's cool. So, if you ever want to see the Northern Lights... I think Fairbanks is a good spot. If if you want to get the full Alaska experience, I feel like you need to come here twice, one in the summer and one in the winter. Yeah. Because uh, I have when we flew, we flew up a, a professional smash player, his name's Chudat, and he stayed here for a week, and he came up during the summer, and we picked him up from Anchorage, which is about f- almost four hours away, three and a half hours maybe, and drove him back, and it's just like a beautiful view. You know, you see all the mountains and stuff. Oh, and, yeah, that drive. Yeah, and for someone that's never lived here before, it's like mind-blowing. But yeah. one thing he really wanted to see is he wanted to see the Northern Lights, but it's summertime, so he couldn't. No. And yeah, I think as a tourist, like, you know, most tourists come here in the summer, but I feel like 
but you know, at least they get to experience the midnight sun. Yeah, <laughs> that always blows people's minds. They're like, "What?" Like, yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, uh, so that's cool. So, Alex, what about you? You weren't here last Wednesday. Whatever you up to? I got the Rona. Oh <laughs> no, got the Rona. How are you yeah. feeling? I got it. I had it too. So I might have had it. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty I, sure all three of us had it. I'm starting to feel better, I guess. I still can't taste or smell or smell anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, everything else is pretty much gone away. And before anyone complains, I guess we're all infected, so we can all be around each other. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's fine. But uh, yeah, I know I'm kind of the same way. I'm still having. I can't smell anything at all. Um, but I can. I'm slowly getting my taste back. Like I had McDonald's today, but I, I couldn't enjoy it. Like yeah, I could have I like slight you can taste. Enjoy the texture of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the. It's so sad because you had it first before anyone else, and you were explaining it to me, and I didn't really like get uh, the yeah. whole picture well, until now. A, yeah, like I. Got it, I guess. So, because they started feeling bad after I had some sort of symptoms, but it was weird. All I had was no taste and like a minor headache that would like come and go that weren't that bad. And then, like it was bare, nothing like too extreme. But and then and then they started getting really sick. But some of it might have to do with the fact that I was taking zinc. I was taking it pretty like consistently, and I heard that can kind of shorten the symptoms of a cold. So maybe. Maybe it didn't reach its way to my lungs. It was just kind of in the sinusy area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely noticed you got a lot less sick than Alex and I did. I don't know. Whenever I get sick with something, I, I get really sick. I just, I'm just one of those people, I guess. Yeah. But, but like Alex, too, I noticed you were just not <laughs> yourself, really, when you had COVID. You just seemed yeah. really, really tired all the time. Yeah, it's tired. I'm, I don't think I actually got that sick, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just mostly these weird side aches, and yeah, just mostly it. It's just like kind of a bad cold. The, the, definitely know. the worst part, I think, for me anyway, is, is the taste thing. I hate that. <laughs> that yeah. sucks. It's, I still like my taste is kind of like at eighty percent. There's that extra twenty mm-hmm. percent that I just like can't quite. <laughs> yeah, taste you just it. wish and, you had. And that twenty percent makes a big difference. Yeah, mine's probably sixty percent. Mine's like forty, on. maybe, yeah. maybe thirty. I don't know. So I, you're feeling a little bit. You're smelling some things. Me? Yeah. You're s- Not really. I can't smell anything. I haven't smelled anything for like days. It's weird. And my, my, cause, mostly because my smell in general is, sucks anyways. Yeah. Like at, at normal, I would say my smellingness, like ability is like at like 40% always. So zero. now now it's up to zero. Huh. I literally can't smell anything. Zero percent. It's pretty weird. It's pretty crazy, dude. It's a kind of a crazy virus when you think about it. Yeah, I know. It is kind of weird. It's like, oh, it's kind of unusual, and that's why I thought I had it. But none of us got tested, actually, did we? Mm, no. Yeah. So, no. but we're pretty sure we have it. Yeah. Pretty positive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I a couple weeks ago I had a feeling that I had it, but I got tested twice. One was a blood test, one was in the nose, and it came out negative. But you weren't. I guess I was just sick. I had like a flu or something. I feel like I did have it, but I feel like it was just mild, and then I caught it again. Really? Yeah. To be honest, because it was literally like this the second time I got it. I guess this recent time, like it was kind of like the same symptoms at first. I heard you can't get it. Like, it was like, even worse. Like once you get it, you're immune for like ten months. That's what someone told me. Uh, people don't know. Mm-hmm. There's been people that have gotten it like three or four times. <laughs> oh. So uh, apparently, so I don't even know. Yeah. There's different strands of it. I'm pretty sure too. So. Probably. It's really sketchy because like some people take tests and like take it one test in the morning and it comes out negative, and then they'll take the same test in the afternoon and it comes out positive. Or, like, the other way around, where it'll be positive and the negative. So, like, people argue, like, whether tests even, like, are a legitimate way to find out if you have it or not. It's just so weird. 
Yeah. How much like we don't know about this virus? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. You think we would? Well, like, how bad do you feel like it is your personal experience of getting it? Like, if you were gonna rate it from one to ten, like ten would be like the worst feeling you've ever been, and then zero, no. Um. It's not. It has. It's not the sickest I've ever been. I've been literally so sick that I was like dying. Like I had like gangrene in my throat. Like it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was bad. I, I literally almost died. So that's a whole other story. But um, it was definitely like a cold. Yeah. It, it was a little worse than that though. I think I don't know. The worst part for me besides the taste thing is honestly like the headaches. Do you have fever? Um, I had a slight fever. It wasn't super high, but it was slight. Mm. It was enough to classify as a fever. Um, it was like it was ninety eight point nine. Oh okay. Um. And then I don't know. It was it was pretty bad, I guess. Like it sucks. Like I wouldn't want to have it, obviously. You know, I'd rather be better. But like, it's not the end of the world, in my opinion. Well, no. Um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, you just feel like you're exhausted all the time. That kind of sucks, I guess. For me, it was just the headaches. You know, I was like popping a, like Tylenol like twice a day, so that helped, I guess, for a little bit. But then it'd come back. So just the headaches and not being able to taste anything sucks pretty bad, in my opinion. Yeah. What about you? Well, you only had the taste, I guess. What about you, Alex? What do you think was yeah, like the worst part? Um, I don't know. I'd say four out of ten. Yeah, four out of ten. What do you think was like the the worst factor or whatever? Uh, it was mostly at the beginning of it when um, just my nose and throat was really stuffed up. Like it kept dripping into my throat and I couldn't get it out. I guess, but but that went away within two days or so. I had a drip for one day, I think, but I didn't have a massive like uh, mucus problem. Yeah, that's. I I hit the pe- the peak of it within like three days or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I've heard people that get it, they like have a peak, and then like after that, they slowly they just start to start to feel like shit. Like 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 the, the the longevity of like getting super sick is really short, and then afterwards, like the getting better, you still feel like shit kind of, but like it takes longer. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not the sickest I've ever been, but I don't know. I think I might have a pretty good immune system, though. I, I got sick a lot when I was a kid, so I think that probably helped. Mm-hmm. And now I don't really get sick anymore. That's the first time I've been sick in probably years, really. Really? Yeah. That's kind of impressive. Hmm. What about you? You don't get, you get sick very often? Me? Yeah. Uh, for a time, and back and forth, sometimes it goes, comes and goes. You're not- I, there's been times where I've been sick a lot, consistently. I don't feel like I've been sick that much as of lately. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I still catch things. You're not like Alex over here, where he just never gets sick under any circumstances no. ever, <laughs> except with this. But yeah, really? other than that, no. Yeah, I haven't got sick since I was probably in middle school. Really, middle school or so. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. You might live a long time. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully. Yeah, I'm crazy. Yeah. Uh, so to change the subject, I guess I wanted to kind of bring it up. Was uh, we did watch the fights tonight? What do you guys think the Mike Tyson fights? What's your review, Brent? What oh, do you man. think? That was pretty intense. There's some crazy stuff. Yeah, it's just cool seeing them, them come back to life. Because mm-hmm. it's been so long. Yeah, it's Mike kinda... Tyson has been 15 years for him, and then that's crazy. Roy Jones Jr. He it's been like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but he's not like as legendary as Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. He's still like a Hall of Famer, yeah, but like it's not yeah. like a like a household name, I guess. You know, like everyone yeah. knows who Mike Tyson is. Like yeah. Mike Tyson has a cartoon after him. Like you know, so I don't know. But it was a good did fight. They, did um, they name Tyson Chicken off of him? I don't know, but I was thinking that. I earlier. was thinking that earlier too. <laughs> yeah, 
I remember the first time I ever heard of him. Like I was a little kid, and I like I thought about that. I was yeah. like, oh, like Tyson Chicken Nuggets, right? Like like the one mom buys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I don't think no, I don't think he was named after chicken nuggets. So that's that'd be, funny. That'd be kind of funny. Be, it's like be like a you know how like like Wheaties boxes have like sele- like baseball players on them. Yeah, just have like Mike Tyson on them, like a bag of chicken nuggets in your freezer. That'd be funny. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you know the fight at the end was really good. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. The Twitter is kind of exploding right now, and everyone's complaining because it ended in a draw. Spoiler alert! But um, and I think that's pretty obvious why they did that because they, you know, it opens the door to schedule um, another fight. And they kind of did that with the uh, the Logan Paul KSI fight too. Is they ended that in a draw, and a lot of people suspected it was because you know now that there's a draw, we don't have a clear winner. We can you know schedule another fight and make more money. And yeah, all that kind of stuff and. I don't know. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen, but I didn't really think it would. That's nice. Because towards the end, it was pretty obvious Mike Tyson won, right? <laughs> like, he yeah. just, like, kind of had the advantage the whole but time. But they were playing a knockout, and no one ever knock, got knocked out. Uh, someone did, and it was Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul knocked that guy out. I can't remember his name. The the basketball oh, legend. Yeah. That was raw. That was, like, round two, too. That was not expected, either. No. We thought, oh, this pretty boy is going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> like, <laughs> Logan Paul's yeah. just a villain. He's one of those people you have to root against, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. He's just kind of a douchebag, <laughs> to be honest. But I was, like, looking at Twitter afterwards after the event ended, and, like, everyone was saying that. Like, they were talking about how, like, Jake Paul's about to get his ass kicked and, like, you know, talking all this trash. And, like, then afterwards people were, like, pissed off. They were pissed off that he, like, beat them, beat that kid up. Because, like, afterwards, you know, he's up there and he's, like, calling out, like, Conor McGregor and, like, KSI. And, like, like he's all this, like, tough stuff when, like, yeah. you know, like, he beat someone who just never started. boxed before, you know? Or at least didn't box, like, publicly. That was, his, his, debut. First, that was his first boxing match, right? Yeah, ever. And yeah. it was pretty brutal <laughs> yeah a brutal he, way to he go did pretty good who knows maybe he'll he'll go far in his career that'd be pretty cool i think yeah. definitely like i don't know coming from like smash which is like i, I kind of see sports in like the same realm of like it has like a story right yeah, it's like different players and stuff. sports right and like you need a you need a villain and i feel like jake paul if he like got really good like he would be a good like villain for like the boxing scene oh yeah yeah for sure because like you know you always have to have that person to like root against huh. it's like you know different personalities and stuff like that like you know it's kind of like uh having your own like team right like you're a big green bay packers fan like they go to people the Super you want to see lose yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah like, like oh I, I hate the seahawks you know what i mean like you want to see them get crushed yeah kind of the same thing you know yeah i guess so because like that's kind of what happened on twitter is that, like everyone wants to see jake paul like even us like all four of us or i guess three <laughs> of us because alex were you out there um, here not there. for the first one. Yeah, here and there. Okay. I saw. Well, I way, saw like all of us on the couch, we were just like, all right, we're ready to like see Jake Paul get his like face caved in, right. and it didn't happen. Like, and he did. He did. That was crazy. I don't think anybody expected that. Like the clip of him knocking out that guy was like, it's like all over Twitter. It's like trending. Like it's it's probably more talked about right now than the actual you know end fight. Like Tyson, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't know, but you guys enjoyed the fight. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I think it was worth the fifty bucks because it was like three hours. You know, yeah, it was something to do. I was surprised that it, it was so much. Yeah, and the fights before that were pretty good too. Um, the, the first one, I don't remember who they were, but it was I don't know. They were lightweights, and 
You can definitely like I I could tell because like each fight had different like weight classes, and you can tell that like they almost have like different like fighting styles. Like I feel like the lightweights like fly around the ring like way more than the heavyweights. It's kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, they do. It's not as fun to watch. You don't think so? The the lightweights. Yeah, like the first guys fighting. I don't know. I just it was a lot of like mm, back up. It was like mm-hmm. mm, it was like, and then they just kind of like start grappling with each other, and it's like. There's not really any good striking. Yeah, there was a lot of that, I feel like, this event. Yeah. Like, all the matches. Like, I feel like if someone, like, had the disadvantage... Everyone tries just... to grapple. I don't know why, but... Well, because like, it resets everything. Because, like, the, you know, the ref gets in, and he, like, resets. And I think yeah. it also st- it's for stalling. Stalling, yeah. Yeah. Just to rest a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't like it either. I, I've, uh, again, I, like, I was on, when I was on Twitter, There's a lot of people complaining about that. About the stalling? Yeah. Especially with, like, Logan Paul's match, too. Yeah. They just fight for, like, a split second. They just always went back to grappling. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you saw that in the Mike Tyson one, too, where, uh, yeah, you know, true. Junior was just, you know, if he ever had, like, this advantage, he'd like, start, like, you know, hugging him, essentially, you know? Yeah. To get, like, a reset. So, I, I don't know. I'm not too... It's like, it's like, a, like a cheat tactic. Almost. I mean, I'm not too not familiar on, like, the rules and intricates of, like, boxing. So, like, I don't know if that'd be something you could, like, you know, add, like, a rule to. Like, you can only do that so many times or something. Uh, or, no, I don't know. No, I don't think You don't, you don't think, think so? You control it. Why not? Because, I don't know, the original boxing rules, like, you can't really, like, go, can't change them. But they already have. Like, you can't hit someone over the, he- uh, the back of the head. And you no. used to be able to. Yeah, you used to be able to. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it causes, uh, causes a bunch of brain damage yeah. or more likely to have brain damage. Well, so they yeah, boxing. It. So, so boxing is supposed to be just boxing. And there are other things for grappling, like UFC yeah. mm-hmm. and exactly. M- MMA, I guess. That's more grappling stuff, I think. I would That's like, think so. It's like boxing and wrestling mixed kind of. Yeah, they're combat sports. It's definitely what you saw last night, like, tonight, though, was like people were – not, weren't grabbing to like get an ad- well I guess they were grabbing to get an advantage like you know they're doing grappling to like reset or to stall time or whatever yeah, right or do body punches yeah or yeah that's what I that's like what I liked about the the end one you know Junior versus Mike is like you know if they did grapple like Mike was actually just going in for like get those punches you know what I mean yeah I feel like for like the Logan Paul one and like maybe the one before that one I don't remember who it was but like whenever they would grab it would just be to like reset or like get more time or something you know and I feel like that makes it a little more boring to spectate. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes it more defensive and right. less, like, aggro. I don't know. That's just me, though. They had a, not to kind of change the subject, but they had Wiz Khalifa. Oh, no. Yeah, they had Wiz Khalifa doing a, a song, and then they had they had Snoop Dogg, like, commentating mm-hmm. for a while. <laughs> Dude, the Snoop Dogg commentary it was, was so awesome. great. <laughs> it just, it, it made you feel like, you're watching something that's just kind of unreal. Right. <laughs> is this even happening? It's like, oh, Jake Paul's in the ring with Snoop Dogg commentating. Like, <laughs> this is where sports is now. Like, what? Well, they got they got to cater to a different audience. And yeah. Maybe they're losing interest in people, so they got to do crazy things. Uh, that's, that's definitely possible, I think so. Especially since, so like... That's uh, what I was thinking about it. It's... Mm-hmm. And it is a big event, but, I mean, like, yeah, they did have, like, big-name rappers there to, like, you know, during the, like, the intermissions or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I would have liked to seen see a little bit a different uh, variety of music. I think, like yeah, just all rap. Yeah, it was just all rap. Well, you know, yeah, but it's weird. boxing. They're they're trying to get pumped up. Like, like I guess they're not gonna play like some 
some soft jazz or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one, one thing I do want to want to say is uh, I know I did notice a difference between the rapper that was before Snoop Dogg, who's like a mumble rapper, and Snoop Dogg coming out and rapping. There was a major difference. Oh, yeah, in that course. rap, and it's like it, it was like just so it was just so noticeable old. because there wasn't an intermission between the two rapping. It was really just like cut to the next person. Right? Yeah, and it was just super noticeable. Maybe they wow. did that on purpose. Maybe I. What, why would they do that on purpose? Because they knew that their audience doesn't uh, some of their audience might not like this particular artist that the guy was playing the mumble rapper mm-hmm. and then they're like all right let's switch straight to the other guy to like old school to see if uh, to get the uh, uh counterbalance in there mm-hmm. i don't know it just makes for a better show i think uh, that's possible i mean i don't know i think maybe having... I'm, I'm looking too deep into it <laughs> probably uh, it's a theory it's a theory yeah it's you a... always got to look into it there you go it's creativity yeah. You're using your brain to yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, there was definitely a difference for sure. And it was, I don't know, kind of, I don't really like where music is going, I guess. I mean, I just, it's. I, I feel like old school rap has so much more like talent and passion in it, into it. And I was does. I was talking about this last podcast with Zach about like authentic content creation and how people are just like spewing out shit, mm-hmm. just spew out shit, and like because people, people think that like having low efforts can get you that's because all money they want, or all fame they is they only want is uh, to cater to an audience, right? Which really they should be making what they want to make, exactly. And it's always going to be much more successful than I, you know being the thousandth person to do a TikTok dance. Yeah, because you when you're being real, when you're being yourself, people can. They can tell, and they, they'll they subscribe to that more. They'll want to listen to you if you're just doing what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. And then you're enjoying yourself, and you don't lose ever. You never lose because you're always just doing your thing, yep. whether you're getting money or not. Most people are just trying to or you fame. know chase the fame or Flow. the money when you know they, they should have more passion in their craft, I feel like. And, and in return, you get a better result too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. In the long term, and... Maybe even short term. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, like, look at the the greats, right? You know, like the great, you know, Michael Jackson or you know Elvis or whoever. You know, really, really famous actors like Tom Hanks or whatever. Like, you know, they have their own like styles of doing things, right? Like, they are like the masters of their craft. But then when you have other musicians, you know, like all these mumble rappers just copying other mumble rappers, or all these like low, t- low, semi fame. I want to, I guess. TikTok accounts copying other TikTok accounts or like, you know, lower grade actors copying the styles of other higher grade actors. Like it's just, you know, you have to find your own craft and you need to be able to perfect that instead of just kind of taking someone else's and just like trying to replicate it. Totally. You know, and, and yeah. I feel like that's just because it takes more effort to do that. And a lot of people just have the low effort, you know, take, like if you're going to, if you can take the easy route, most people do. Yeah. yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. You guys have anything else to say about that? It's about the fights? Uh, or the rap? Or with that? Yeah. With music. Uh, we're talking about with music. authentic yeah. content creation. Yeah, I know. I. No, you pretty much nailed it in the coffin. Okay. Kind of. That was the end. Awkward silence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I was following. No, like, I was listening. And like, then I, I guess, like. Like, they just kind of, like, you know that phrase, like, steal from the best, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. They just want to do that. But if enough people spam it, then it just kind of becomes a trope. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how trends are, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, good ideas are rare. Like, it's 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 uncommon, like, to, like you were talking about, like, to just, you know, like, just, like, create your own style or something. Like, most, you know, it's just easier to take someone else's style that's been proven well, to yeah. be successful. That's why they have genres. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to make some, you're probably not going to make, like anything good if you try if you try <laughs> making up your own genre you can still put you, you could. could i you mean could. you could you rare, might would. well i was gonna say you can still take like that that thing and put your own like spin onto it no yeah, yeah. of course you know? like the blues yeah like or you could do something with the blues mm-hmm. or do something with country or do yeah. something with yeah. rap mm, yeah you, you make it you can still make that authentic you know yeah. if you Put your own spin on. There's it, a reason they're genres, because if you if you end up thinking that you're making your own your own genre, you you probably someone will probably listen to it and be like, no, that you didn't make that up. That's already a genre. Yeah, they'd probably be able to pinpoint what it is. Mm-hmm. De- depends on what kind of genre to look. I feel like it's easier to be creative in some genres than others. Like like with pop, you know, they they commonly use like pentatonic scales in pop, and so there's only five notes really to it. Mm-hmm. So there's you know, there's less than, that you could do with rock than with rock or something. Yeah, like Zach that. was talking about that last podcast actually. Yeah. Um, he said that like that was one of the reasons why he switched from um, EDM to pop music. That and he just like felt better about the genre, I guess. Yeah. Got to kind of like have a, a genre that like resonates with you. Um, music's an interesting topic because I feel like, you know, sounds are like just so unique. They're like, it's kind of it's one of those things where you can make your own sound right yeah and it's like it's almost always unique and it's kind of crazy to me that there's like these rappers you know out there that are you know other musicians pop musicians whatever they're just like copying other people's styles and not doing anything with it like music is so creative that you could literally do anything with it yeah. you know you could essentially like make your own genre if you wanted to like you know how many like crazy weird genres there are out there that are just like you know only like a thousand people listen to it's kind of crazy but yeah. I mean, again, it's just that kind of that low effort thing, and it's unfortunate. I just, you know, laziness. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, it's just like low effort fame chasers, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care about the art. They just, they just want the money or the fame. Pretty much, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. But and you see that with like YouTube and like how things kind of change over time. Like, uh, you know, I feel like I don't even know what's really, like, the trendy thing on YouTube right now. I guess it was podcasts, but now it's more like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Mr. Beast kind of, like, made a, a new genre with YouTubers where it's, like, going out and, like, doing things with your friends and, like, vlogging. Is that that guy it. that gives people money? Yeah, that guy's insane. That's Mr. Beast? Yeah, that's Mr. Beast. Okay. I, we talked about this last podcast, and I, I don't still don't understand how he gets all that money. People are like, oh, from ads and like sponsorships. Yeah. But like, he does some crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, I guess it just depends who you listen to. Because everyone will listen, look at different things on YouTube. If you go on to someone else's YouTube, you'll see totally different suggestions and topics for like if I were to look on yours Mm -hmm. or mine. That's true. Um, But I don't know. YouTube does go through trends of things that are usually at the top peak of like viewership like uh, oh yeah like gaming was a big one when pewdiepie started getting around that's how he got so big yeah and then, you know like uh one, one i think would be really cool if it got big but again it takes high effort so i'm not sure if it ever would would be animation 
I feel like if like a lot of people started making like animation channels, started getting really big. Most of them do, especially if the project is crazy enough, they'll get millions of views. But on YouTube, yeah. But, yeah. but the problem with animation channels and stuff like that is it takes so long to make a good animation. It could take months just to make one video. And how yeah. YouTube works is like you have to constantly be putting out content to see growth. Because if you don't put out consistent content, your growth shrinks. Because that's just yeah. how the algorithm works. Because it's all all crazy. I don't even want to get into that, but. I don't know. I I think you know there are some crazy animation channels, and I honestly thought about like yeah. maybe being an animator, but I don't know a lot about it after like researching and stuff and so much time. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, you might just have to spend maybe a year or maybe two just making videos, just so you have a lot to release at a certain time. Yeah, and I mean you know again that's kind of t- t- it takes way too much time. Yeah, you know. Because, you know, you want to put out... Because what happens after you put out all that content, right? Then you got, you know, a couple more months to make something. And, yeah. You know, there, there are always channels that are really big, like uh, like uh, David Firth, who made uh, Sal- Salad Fingers. Oh, like, yeah. You know, Salad Fingers is an yeah. iconic series, especially at the time. But, like, he still makes... I don't know if he's still making Salad Fingers, but, like, there's a recent one, like, a year or two ago. But it, like, takes so much time. And he makes other creepy animations... Not just that, but it takes time over and over time, like months and months and months. It's like if you were to, you know, try to make a channel that's big or, you know, try to get that exponential growth, like, it just takes too much time, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Or um, there's another famous one, The Odd One Out. Um, They're pretty famous. Yeah, they are big. I've heard of them. I've never watched them. What do they do? Um, I've never watched them either. I've just just heard buzz around, you know, about Mm -hmm. them and... He seems to be uploading. It seems like he has a lot of videos. I'm looking at some right now. Mm-hmm. But he might, I mean, you know, because some of them, they actually like start companies that, that work from YouTube. So maybe he has a bunch of staff that he hired just ma- just making animations. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it seems like he releases one every month or so. Yeah, but, but that's also the thing. is like for him to do that, he has to have that stability already. You know, if yeah. I were to make a channel or someone else and just, you know, start an animation channel from the ground up, it's a lot harder to build that audience with the algorithm. You know, yeah. unless, unless you know, sometimes YouTube promotes random ass videos that pop up that are yeah. animation just for some reason. But, I mean, that's not a guarantee. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of animation channels out there that don't get that special treatment. Because the ones that do are always the ones that have, like, 4 million views, like, right off the bat. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Have you guys ever thought about like starting a YouTube channel or any kind of content creation before? No. Yeah, I've thought about it. What would you want to do? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like a talk show. Like this? Well, uh, yeah, or something like that. Wow, yeah, I guess talk the show. Irony. We don't really have talk shows anymore. It's kind of just turned into podcast. But it mm-hmm. like just. I don't know, listening to talk radio is kind of cool. And it'd be interesting to get into it. Why do you, what, what do I'd, you, I'd want to figure out my ground base first. What, what do you see, uh, like podcasts, how, like how are podcasts and like talk radio shows different? Because mm. they usually, they get a caller. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And they oh, stay on. They stay like online for like a couple minutes, and then they're like, "All right, we're done." Or if we want to talk more, you will talk more. It's like, "All right, bye." Got a new caller on the line. It's like it's just a different format, different style. Yeah. And it's not better or worse. It's just different. If you had a channel big enough, I could see you doing that with like viewers. But 
Uh, you're on the internet, so there are a lot of trolls. So I don't know if that's oh. the best idea. <laughs> they could just be calling. They could, they, could, they could call in and say some bad stuff. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> so I, I got to get why people don't do that. You know? Well, like, who cares? Like, <laughs> it'd be funny. Dude. I know. But if you're, like, a big channel, like, you know, if someone does that, like, YouTube will, or Twitch or whatever will crack down on you, and then all of a sudden you've lost pretty much your entire business. Yeah. Like, it is very risky. Hmm. Um, and it's happened. Like, I've seen clips of people doing that where, like, you know, for some reason, they'll, like, have, like, a sub or something, like, get in a voice call with them to play games or whatever, and they'll come in and just, like, scream, like, the N-word or, <laughs> yeah. you know, something, and then, like, you know, yeah. Twitch has to get involved, and then, I don't know, it's a pain. They have to take their video down because of it. Yeah, pretty much, and, you know, then you lose revenue from that or the stream, you know. You, know, you can't keep the the, vi- the VOD of the stream. You have to get rid of that. Like, it's, I don't know, it's a pain yeah. in the ass. I guess Twitch would be off the, you know, like, off the table, but maybe if you just didn't do it live... Like, just for YouTube. Mm-hmm. That way you could, like, edit out all the prank calls or whatever. Yeah, that, I feel like it kind of eliminates the purpose, though, right? Yeah. Cause, like, having the cause people live talk know. show kind of, you know. Yeah, you're right. People call in, so. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird one. That's yeah, cool, though. That's I'd, like, w- I'd want to figure out what I'd be talking about mm-hmm. if I was doing it. Because I'd probably want to have a clear purpose in line with it. You would be like, what? You would want to, like... Uh, Pertaining to like a specific subject. Yeah, because usually, usually listen to politics. You see, you listen to a talk show, and they're talking about something like their politics, or they're talking about, mm-hmm. I don't know, what's other things, <laughs> sports. <laughs> yeah, that's like sports. that's like politics are kind of like sports. Uh, people talk about. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah different subjects and stuff. Uh, yeah, and I think that's important. I mean. I feel like podcasts kind of made that a lot less important where like, you know, you can kind of talk about anything in a sense. That's true. Um, you know, I see a lot of podcasts do that. Kind of like what we do. I guess we kind of just talk about whatever yeah, we want. Just, I like know? it because it's real. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll learn as we go. What about you, Alex? Have you ever thought about making like content somehow? Yeah. When I was younger, I thought about starting a political show. Oh, really? And I mean, I quit wanting to do that pretty quickly. What, uh, <laughs> what kind of political show? Um... Yeah, just like a just commentary show, like just me just talking about politics, I guess. And then later, I wanted to start maybe a science channel mm-hmm. or a math channel. Is your politics channel one of those channels where you read the weather <laughs> behind a green screen? No, <laughs> no, you're not no. gonna be a weather boy. No, it's just like just talking, just what I think about politics, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what made you not want to do that? Um, I don't know. I didn't want to. Ruin my life, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> By talking about politics. Yeah, kind of. Well, I feel like back then. Oh, how long ago was it? 2015 or so. Still pretty divided, and it's not even just that. I mean, just I think if you get really, really deep into politics, it's, it's just kind of depressing, and you feel how it can just kind of ruin you. It so always you like cynical and. Yeah. Nah, I just didn't. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Some people you're just not going to be able to convince. Like, everyone's different, and they, they have different views, and they're going to think the way they're thinking with their political views, and then somebody else is not going to be thinking that way. And whenever you get in politics involved, it usually ruins friendships, but I it don't, shouldn't. I, I mean, I don't yeah. think it should. But I mean, yeah. People should be able to rationally discuss it without getting freaking out. But. Well, the thing is, we are going through a dramatic shift in how the party structure works or not it's not the structure but how the parties work how the parties view things on both sides they're both going in a very dramatic shift right we're living through a dramatic shift so you know 
back in the day, you could, you know, have different politics. But at the end of the day, you know, you're still in the same country. You know, you're still friends. You're still out doing whatever, you know, at a sporting event. Um, but now it's not really the case because I feel like our parties are so dramatic. And also just like, you know, the Internet, I feel like, is a big part of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of people talk about how if you're – I hear excuse a lot. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, people on the Internet are just always going to be shitters, like just how it works. But at the same time, like the, I don't really like that argument anymore because it's starting to seep into the real world. Because before, you know, people shit – shit on people and be trolls online all the time but in real life they don't act that way because the internet in real life is becoming so intertwined with each other exactly yeah people so are getting everything off the internet to where yeah. like their per their internet personality starts to seep into the real world and now it's becoming a problem right um and i feel like that's because of people enabling that mindset of oh that person is just a shitter on the internet like people are just going to be shitters it's not it's not a problem it's just on the internet but at the same time like someone's behind that account you know what I mean? Someone's out ba back there saying those mean, awful things to you directly, telling, you know, people to kill themselves. You know, yeah. like I, I saw a tweet today. It was like, or not today, but it was on Thanksgiving. Ted Cruz made like a Thanksgiving tweet. It was like a meme. It was like a bunch of Sesame Street characters around a table <laughs> yeah. eating Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, just like he just put, tweeted a meme and he said, eh, it's kind of dark, but I thought it was kind of funny. Right, he just, not that you know, dark. Yeah, that's you know, funny. he just he's made like a tweet. It's funny, and then you know, all these people in the comments are just in there, you know, directly attacking him for like not not the meme, just random shit, because he's conservative. Like Peta? Um, no, just like just random people on Twitter talking about like, you know, like I don't even know, an ex I don't even know an example because I don't like to pay attention to that stuff. But just like you know, t taking things out of context and like attacking him, it's not even related to the post. It can be anything. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of just sad to see all that negativity and stuff. And and those and, you know people will say, uh, the, those people that are making those comments like that's just how they act online. But I can guarantee you, those people act like that in real life too. You see it all the time, constantly. You know, you see all the divisiveness and how mean people are on both sides to each other, um, in the real world. It translates. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people recognize that or want to recognize that. But I think it's a legitimate problem. And the problem, the reason that is, is because, you know, you're behind a screen. You know, it's not front-to-front -front confrontation. You can say whatever the hell you want. No consequences, pretty much. Yeah. And it doesn't help that negativity nowadays just gets you so many, uh, so much attention. You get positive attention. You know, you tell someone to kill themselves because, you know, they're a conservative. It gets like 100,000 likes. Not really 100,000, but it gets like a couple thousand likes, you know, 10,000 likes maybe yeah. if you're a notable account. Wow. Which is like, or, or the other way around, you yeah. know. Uh, not so much online, I guess, because mm -hmm. conservatives get kind of shut down online. But I guess, you know, if whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. I just wish, um, I don't know. I, I feel like politics has kind of taken the slot of religion. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We're like, of. back in the day, people would get to war go over wars all the time. And, you know, when it was appropriate, kill people because they had different religious beliefs. And we're almost to that point, or we are at that point, where people are killing people in the streets because of different political beliefs. Yeah. And, it's, and people feel so strongly about those beliefs. Yeah. If you, if you it's almost like religion. If you, like, walk around in the middle of, like, L.A. or Portland or somewhere like that with, like, a Trump hat. Or you have like a Trump flag on your car, truck, run, drive, driving around, or 
You'd probably get shot. No, I don't like, think you'd get shot, but you'd get messed with. People would get pissed at you. Well, it happened in Portland. The Trump supporter got killed. Really? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? That was a while ago, though. No, do tell. Yeah. Um, I think you might have told me, but explain for those that... Yeah, so there was a Trump supporter in the streets. Uh, it was during all the rioting and stuff, and uh, I don't know the, cra- the insane amount of details, but basically um, a group of leftists i don't know if it was antifa or just leftists probably antifa they're like oh there's another one and just literally just shot him dead in the street in portland gee so like that's where we're at right now that's how intense the tensions are right now and it's like we need to just like lower the tensions quite a bit and i don't think you know i think both sides are at fault for this i don't think one is worse than the other i think both sides need to chill out because you see conservative people on Twitter attacking leftists. You see leftist people on Twitter attacking conservatives. And it's like, everyone just needs to chill, dude. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I, yeah. like, that's kind of, I think, the benefit of, like, this recent election. That, like, we don't have a declared winner yet. It's because, like, you know, that's the, one of the positives is that everything is kind of chilled out, I've noticed. Yeah, you know, you think that so, or right? everyone everyone got burnt out of politics. Yeah, maybe. At least at least from what I'm seeing. Like, Obviously there's like news articles that are like trying to spice things up again. Yeah, but, but from what I've seen, like people are a lot less tense. Do you mean do you mean like on Twitter or Yeah, on, online mostly. Yeah. Huh. I mean that's, that's most the uh, day December fourteenth. Is the, that when the they official, an oh, official the day, when the Electoral College officially I I thought it was December eighth. I don't oh, know. Okay. I might be wrong, but I remember December eighth sounds right for some reason. Hmm. Uh, what what day are you guys talking about? The day where they we know for sure who wins. Yeah, it's like the electoral college cut off. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. If I don't know, I remember reading them. I think Trump lost some lawsuits today. Did he? So, I'm pretty what, sure uh, in, in Pennsylvania. I think he lost a petition for a Pennsylvania recount. I've been seeing articles about how he spent like $4 million on a recount in Wisconsin only to gain Joe Biden 132 <laughs> votes or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true or if it's just articles talking oh, shit. Man. But yeah. Who knows these days? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I know it's undeclared technically. or It is undeclared so far, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think, you know, it's probably gonna be joe biden <laughs> like, yeah of like let's be honest like one definitely won yeah um and plus when you look at how big the popular vote gap is yeah i remember i think trump was like 73 million and biden was eight million so mm-hmm. it's like seven million more people voted for him i don't know it's, it's i don't necessarily consider that a landslide but that's it's pretty big it's yeah. pretty big seven million people mm-hmm. it's pretty massive what do you what do you think will change in, in an obama uh, Obama, Obama uh, election. What is it called? Joe Obama Biden. Term. Uh, yeah, Obama, an Obiden term. An Obiden. <laughs> an Obiden term. <laughs> how, how do you think that'd be different? Um, probably, probably be more like the Obama one. Yeah, probably. It'd probably be like Obama's second term when he lost the Senate and wasn't able to really do much. Yeah, it'll probably. probably be like that. It'll be pretty underwhelming, actually. Probably I mean, underwhelming. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be underwhelming. Uh, Obama seemed more moderate, in my opinion, than Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden doesn't really seem like anything, though. The party of yeah. 2008 Obama is not like the Democrat Party of 2008 Obama is not the same party now. Yeah. It, is, it is drastically different, and the same. And like I said, with the total shift of these parties, same with Republicans. Like Trump made the con- Republican Party an entirely different animal. Than, yeah, than it and, once was, like you know, McCain like and, yeah, we're like beyond the whole Mitt Romney, John McCain, 
Republicans now, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy to think about. Um, I think if one thing good comes from the Trump presidency after this, I think the one thing that's going to stand out the most is how he exposed um, how much of an agenda news outlets have. Because yeah. I don't think a lot of a lot of people didn't think about that stuff, you know. Yeah, when when he that. when he first started running and he was saying like, you know, the full fake news thing, he kind of coined that term, right? Like n- people were just kind of like, they kind of understood, but like they didn't really get it. And I feel like they hate like when he got elected and so on, they hated him so much that they just got sloppy with how they like, you know, with their the news's agenda to like, you know, manipulate and shift politics and how people think. That they got so sloppy because they got so aggressive with it, and just like it just made it blatantly obvious. And now there's just a large portion of the community, that under, or not the community, the country that understands that a lot of news articles are full of shit, and that you shouldn't. A lot of news you shouldn't read. That's why there's so many people, you know, whether you're on the right or on the left, that don't pay attention to these big news corporations anymore because they're all almost all of them are full of shit. Then you have fact checker fact checkers, they're fact checking articles and you look and they go, "Oh, they even have a political bias." So there's literally fact checkers, fact checkers that lie and it's this is a, this is bad. You know what I mean? This is not a situation you want to be in in a country because now you have people on the left and on the right looking at all these um what I call miscellaneous news sources. Mm. So, like, if you're on the right, you're watching the Ben Shapiro show. If you're on the left, you're watching, you know, the Young Turks or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you have all these people, you know, going off, and they can't trust the news sources, and they have to find their own information out there. Yeah. And that's how you get all these, you know, conspiracy theories or people with, like, these really absurd ideas, you know, extreme, you know, anti-fascist people. You know, it's how you have these extreme groups on both sides. Right. It's because... The, the media in this country is completely fucked up. Yeah. Has its own agenda, and it's it's doing it wrong yeah. on both sides. And I'm not yeah. just cotton-picking one or the other. They're both both sides picking. both sides are equally as bad, yeah. in my opinion. I would say always go on, like, media bias, you know, organizations and, and see what the news you're viewing, like, where, where, where it leans to. See, the hard part about that is those sites are also biased. Not all of them. A lot of them are. A lot of them. Well, I was, okay. Well, we a lot of them. The right one. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like, how do you find that? Is I don't know. The whole. It's kind of like a rabbit hole. It's just a loop. Yeah. Keep so. getting fucked up. So then, like, you see shit on the internet, and you don't know what's real, what's not, and if you're not good at detecting that kind of stuff, like, I see why so many yeah. people believe just, the news all the time. Yeah, just because a lot of people aren't good at detecting yeah. it. Oh yeah. So well, if you go on like uh, fact checks and you know bias checks, just don't go under ones that are c- private companies. Just going to ones that are, you know, like, um, uh, what do they call it? Like profit-free, just like organizations, basically. See, the thing about that is I feel like that takes the extra step. What do you mean? Right? Like people have to go out of their way to do that. And most people won't because most well, people are well, lazy. Like I said, mostly I think mediabias.org, that's a good site. Just don't just don't look for fact-checking companies that are, like, that are companies, you know. Like do it like things that aren't for profit. I know you're not you're not understanding what I'm saying though. I'm saying that people people like us that are, have an actual interest in politics. Yeah. Um, they'll go out of their way to do that, to the fact to you know to, to fact do that check, media yeah. bias stuff. But people who are like low information voters, they're not going to do that. They just scroll on Facebook and they see oh 
Yeah. You know, they like here's an Facebook a, yeah, here, here's an article. I'm not they, most people don't even read the article. They just say, "Oh, here's this article and here's the no, header. How the terrible, headline. you know, and it's and almost yeah. think about it. Almost all the news you see is negative. When's a, when, when do you ever see positive news? It's yeah. out there. Positive things happen all the time, but do, why I, is it not reported? Yeah, I guess. I think negative emotions are stronger than because positive emotions. They have an agenda. That and it's <laughs> also I think it's also a clicks negativity like i said on twitter when or like i said earlier on twitter when you're negative it gets a good positive attention people like that for some reason they stick on to it that we like and drama it's, a, it's the same thing yeah i think <laughs> yes. that's a good point but us as human social creatures we like drama we look for drama in our lives and if we don't have drama we'll watch dramas we'll watch tv we'll create our own drama mm -hmm. but i mean it's it's not also that like you know uh, it's not just a political agenda i think it's a financial agenda yeah. Like, you know, there's a reason why CNN covers, you know, Fox News, all of them cover Trump so much and not a lot of world events is because he gets the clicks. Yeah. You know, they it's financial agenda is they yeah, will ma manipulate stories. He gets and, the clicks. What do you mean clicks? Like, like, like gets, well, that's how they, that's how they get attention. Yeah, that's how they get money is you click on their article. Oh, cli OK. That's yeah, they like, get yeah. the clicks or like the YouTube video clicks or whatever yeah. else. C-O-I-C-K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess yeah. that's what kind of happens when you have private companies yeah, as your news just, media. You know, it's a yeah, business. It's so. The money would corrupt it. Like, I think, you know, journalism has lost a lot of integrity this mm -hmm. past couple of years. Because, I mean, before I wasn't – I mean, of course, you know, they had to get paid. But they were doing it for the integrity of journalism. Now it's just for money, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Well, what do you think is the answer to that? Well, I know it's hard. Like, what do you it do? Just just tell media companies that you're not allowed to make money anymore. Like, you have to be. Well, the alternative private. is state-run media. Right? Yeah, I know, right? Which is and, also uh, scary, right? Yeah, that's the government terrifying. controlling the media. That's not good. But also, you know, especially uh, since the government's technically like two, right? You have a Democrat yeah, side and a Republican yeah, side. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, and then also, you know, a private corporation controlling the media. That's also not a good. You know, it's also scary too. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I'd be leaning more toward, you know, media being a business. I'd rather have that than government-controlled media because at least with, you know, business-run media, then there's an opportunity for competition. Like someone who does have ethics can come and out-compete them, but, but if the government controls it, then you can't compete against it. It's the government. Right. It's a weird situation because I, I, I don't support the media deliberately lying because yeah. it, it makes mass political shifts. Yeah, it, it affects a lot more than you think. Um, I I was reading that. See, I don't even know if this is true. See, every article I read, I have to like second guess. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's wrong. Yeah, in a way. Like obviously, yeah, you should always be cautious, but well, it's like it's it's weird. But I was reading that like this election was swung because of the media bias in this country. The majority of the news networks swing one way. Yeah. And they'll do anything they can to push that candidate. I don't think news. I also believe that I don't think newspapers and news sources should uh, endorse a president. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, either side, I, I think yeah, that I think that's, that's wrong. I like, think that's completely kind wrong. of like work like churches, kind of like churches yeah. legally can't tell you who to vote for. Like, I don't know. I thought of one option, like maybe you know, media is still controlled by the private sector, but maybe the government can regulate it a little more. Yeah. Like maybe like a tax penalty for low fact check ratings or extreme bias or things like that. That's not bad. Maybe I mean, that might give them an incentive to be honest if, if, yeah, if they'll, you know, have to pay extra taxes maybe for being dishonest. I feel something. strongly um, 
about the media, just like I do with social media. Yeah. Like when that oh, the po- couple po- couple podcasts ago, when we were talking about regulating social media, I feel, almost feel the same way about um, yeah. the news because it, a majority of Americans are low information voters that um, most of them don't want to pick a side. And they say, there's always the people that go, it doesn't matter. Your vote doesn't matter. Or like, it doesn't matter who's in office or it doesn't matter who we elect. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me. And those people are completely ignorant because it does affect you. It affects you a lot more than you think. Um, yeah. And it's just a kind of a sign of ignorance, I think. I think when you, when you, I think getting, being into politics is not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a bad thing if you make it. Yeah. There are plenty of bad negative effects of um, being involved in politics or having a strong political opinion, but there's also a lot of good that comes out of it, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's important to be aware, you know? It is. I don't, I don't, I don't want I don't know if I'd say most people are like that. It seems like most people are actually pretty extreme in either one way. Like, like most people are really polarized, like not, not apathetic. Like I could be wrong, but. I don't know. I think most people have like a queerly like rigid picked side actually. Really? <laughs> I think so. Instead at least. of what? Instead of being like, oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't feel like most people are like that. Uh, like, I, I would agree that most people are maybe low information voters. I think but... I should re- rephrase it. I think most young people. Yeah. I guess. Older people seem to have it more figured out. I uh, I don't know. From a majority of young people that I know, that's always their go-to. Is that they don't care. They don't care because it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect that Both them. parties are right. evil. The blah, blah, blah. You know, like. Yeah. That is how a lot of people are. And I think. I think it's I an might excuse. have been like that at two at one point. It's a, I think it's an excuse to not find interest in politics. Or not, not, like, not do your own. I think it's good to kind of have a. A little bit of a knowledge of what's going on. But not let it affect your whole life yeah, like, absolutely like like you can go the other way too like maybe people have an unhealthy addiction to politics to fulfill you know their I think lives it's still that are good. probably boring like with what's honestly. going on in the news and all that stuff that we we're just talking about i think it's good to be aware of that stuff because then you then you know that okay this news might not be real or you just can know that outward forces could be manipulating you and to not take everything so seriously and it's just a good reminder. Mm-hmm. And so so it's good to at least be aware of it. Otherwise, if you're not aware of it at all, then you're just going to be one of those persons that gets your news from memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, you cite yeah. Facebook as a source. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> memes or Facebook or... Speaking of Facebook, we watched The Social Network. The yeah. Day. How was that? Do you guys like that movie? I that liked it. That was cool. I enjoyed I, it. Yeah, it was, right? it, was, it was good. Brent and I seem to have a thing for watching... Um, what are those? What are those movies even called? Like they're not documentaries, but they're like biography, yeah. autobiography, bi- biography movies or something. Biography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they're called. But okay, you mean like usually movies that are about like a true story Bohemian about someone. Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian or, Rhapsody is like about Queen, and then the Elton John movie. They have Rocket like a Man. Beatles one too. I think I I don't think I've seen the Beatles one. I haven't seen that I either. Saw, I saw one of them. I think it was pretty good. Yeah. No, the social network was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because a lot of those movies sort of make the main character out to be like a hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but not the same. Like, like, like they prop up Elton John. You know, you know by, yeah. Towards the movie, you start to feel bad for well, Elton John because of the stuff he went through. But Mark Zuckerberg was just pretty dis- <laughs> dislikable through the yeah. whole movie. I know, yeah. Like he pretty much just – he was like a 
chick repellent and nobody <laughs> yeah. ever wanted to really be around him. Kind of reminded me of an incel almost, right? Kinda. Like, yeah, <laughs> just had like some incel tendencies. You did. <laughs> but yeah, he's pretty dislikable, especially since he screwed so many people over. Like I know, I know the term like you know getting zucked is like when you get fucked over by Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you get your Facebook account banned for something, and then like you got zucked. But like, yeah, I didn't realize he like screwed over so many people. Cause, like I knew he screwed over the uh, the the Winklevoss twins, the Winklevi, the Win- <laughs> the the Winklevi twins. But like I didn't know about this business partner. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah I didn't. That was like his best friend. You mean too. The, yeah. the guy who was saying that he could get a billion dollars or? Uh, Edgardo. Eduardo. Eduardo. Yeah. Okay, that not okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he kind of. Yeah. Was... He screwed over him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And then, like, how much? To Alex, do you remember how much they like uh, settled for? Settled for? for? Um, the Winklevoss did. Um, they settled for sixty-five million, and they said uh, Eduardo is settled for an undisclosed amount. So probably mm. a lot so that he wouldn't sue anymore. And he got his name reinstated as the co-founder of Facebook. Yeah. Man, they're probably pissed today. Yeah, I would <laughs> like, like, like how Facebook is only like worth $25 million or something now. And that was like one of the big five, right? Like like Microsoft and Apple yeah, and those I big mean, tech companies. Yeah, they said at the, end of, at the end of that movie, so when it was made, um, do you guys remember what year? Um, that movie's pretty old. It's like 2000... Seven, two thousand seven. Well, I think. at the time they said it was worth twenty-five billion. Twenty-five so that, billion. Yeah, that was in twenty. That was in two thousand seven. So who knows now? Huh. I'm gonna look that up actually. Yeah. Um, Facebook's net worth now. Yeah, and even um, I don't remember who's the part, the Napster guy. Uh huh. Oh the, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he was the the guy that they met at that restaurant. And Eduardo was kind of annoyed by him. He was just the guy who was telling him that he's going to make a million billion dollars. Yeah, that stuff. guy. They said yeah. some um, in the movie. They said he still owns seven percent of the company too. So I mean, at that time, seven percent of twenty-five billion dollars. I mean, it's probably worth way more now, actually. So Facebook is worth seven hundred and twenty billion dollars. <laughs> Whoa! So seven percent of that. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a few billion. Yeah, right. I bet the. <laughs> Do you think Jeez. the Winklevoss twins are mad or happy? I mean, they did get sixty-five million dollars, but now it's worth seven hundred. Did you say seven hundred billion? Uh, seven hundred and twenty billion. It's almost a trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. The, it, I mean, it was like it wasn't a small company back then, but like it was compared to what it is now. It was like, yeah. I, and I feel like a big part of that is like they own Instagram and they own, you know, yeah, uh, I, WhatsApp and they own, yeah, they own a bunch of other shit besides Facebook. Like, yeah, uh, I didn't know that until you said that that they own. Um, Instagram. Instagram, yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, I thought there was like a it, it's pretty TikTok. well known too. Like on Instagram, be like buy Facebook on the bottom. Yeah, huh. just like uh, like Google and Microsoft kind of. Uh, yes, yeah, pretty much. I'm just waiting for Facebook to start like getting into everything. I'm yeah. sure they're gonna start like making phones. And... Uh, I'm sure they'll have to come up with something else because I don't think a lot of people are still using Facebook anymore. Like I think it's it's kind of dying. It's mostly older people that still use it. Yeah, and there's not a lot of people our age that use Facebook anymore. I bet they will start making phones because they did that with Google. Yeah, the Face Phone. The Google Face Phone. phone. <laughs> the Face Phone. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a direct connection to like Zuckerberg's servers. Face so you dial. Just, you know, you put it up to your face, and they just Facebook just downloads your thoughts. Yeah. And then you get ads. What yeah. do you originally use his uh his his board for? He used it for like a his board. Yeah. What board? What board? What do you mean? Not board, but his platform. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Another word for platform what board. Do you, what do you mean? What did he originally use it by for? Well, he. I'm confused. Didn't he originally use it to kind of just to like get mad at people and express his like annoyances with people and things like that? Um, the, the face smash. Yeah. Well, originally it was to like rate girls based on how hot they were. Like it just started <laughs> as a game, but then yeah, I guess I guess I guess he kind of. Like I don't know, like like did he? I was gonna say like I guess it's a big argument of whether he did steal the idea or not. But the Winkleboss twins, they first came up like they wanted to start like a Harvard Connect page kind of, and then he got the idea kind of from that. I don't know. It's debatable whether he did steal it, but I guess he's kind of admitting that he did because he did settle. Well, he did steal it. Let's let's be honest, he did. But it's, I know, it's but whether it, he can get in legal trouble for it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not completely the same thing as Facebook. I mean. He expanded because yeah, the, the Winkleboss, they only wanted to be for Harvard, but I mean, he he, he was, he wanted to be less exclusive, I guess. And it's also the I fact that like he, he said, I don't know if this actually is truth. Obviously, these movies have differences than in real life. Yeah, that's true. But um, in the movie, he said like he never used any code that they gave him. Oh, yeah, that's so, true. So uh, if he had used the code, then I could argue yes. Well, yeah. It isn't their right to be sued. But I mean... Not really. I mean, they didn't have anything written, right? Yeah, that's like a, an agreement of any kind yeah. when they hired him. When we were, um, yeah, when we were watching that, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Is like, why are you not making him sign a non-disclosure agreement mm-hmm. or some kind of payout deal? Well, you're like a college kid, right? And you're just like, you know, you're getting another student to help you. You're not thinking it long term like oh all of a sudden he's gonna make a billion dollar company you know like i guess it'd be like if we like we're in uaa and we're just like found some nerd and we're like hey you want to help us build a website like we're not just gonna get papers like have him sign that's true i mean but if they wanted to be big even if it wasn't for money just for intellectual property they could have copyrighted i don't know they should have they just should have made him sign something they didn't realize mark zuckerberg was a slippery guy yeah, that's where they messed up. Slippery yeah. snake, very slippery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're right. He didn't actually steal their code, and it wasn't the same name. It wasn't really even the same purpose. So I don't know. Did he actually steal it? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I think okay. So maybe they're being too hard on him. I think he. You want to explain how he screwed his business partner? His business partner? Yeah. Um. Well, originally, I think he promised him. 30% of the company and then he would get 70 or split with the other roommates but then and he thought when they were signing stuff he thought that he was signing papers that agreed to that but apparently on the paper that I don't think he read he signed that if more people join then his share gets diluted and that happens and his share got diluted to like 0.03% so mm-hmm. <laughs> he practically didn't have like any stake, any stake in it well kind of like screwed him purposely kind of i mean legally it's his fault because he didn't have a lawyer with him and he should have read the fine print yeah he just should have had a lawyer when he was signing stuff like that i think the twins screw them i don't think they should have got paid then i mean because they didn't do anything i'm sorry but you know um but maybe his business partner partner, i think his business partner getting paid off was probably the right thing yeah it's definitely the right thing yeah and it said undisclosed he was he settled for an undisclosed so i'm sure he probably got a lot if they're not even disclosing it yeah uh, I remember uh, after the movie, I looked it up on Wikipedia. as like Facebook Inc. Let's see, like I wanted to see what that guy looked like in real life, and he kind of pretty much kind of looks like Andrew Garfield in the, from the movie. Yeah. Kind of looks like him, and I was like reading it, and 
Uh, he has like a Facebook account, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> it's, <laughs> maybe, like, it's like verified and everything. Maybe he reinstated his share. I don't know. Maybe he gave him a big share instead. You think so? You think after that movie, Mark was like, all right, I need to do something. Well, Otherwise, it, it's no, publicity. It, it was before that. I mean. Well, I know Mark Zuckerberg did not like the movie. He got mad. Oh, yeah, because it betrays him as an it? asshole. No, he, he knew. It. I don't know if he knew about they were making it, but like after it came out, he got mad because he was like, he, he, he didn't like that the movie portrayed him in like a negative light. No, of course he doesn't. Yeah, it said it didn't really like take his side of the story or something, but I don't know. I guess like, well, he was kind of an asshole, or whatever. I I don't know. I still he was still likable to some degree. I don't know. I don't think he was like completely unlikable. That the actor, uh, what's his name, Jesse Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, he did a really he did a good job as Mark Zuckerberg. He like kind of like had the robotic kind of you know kind of feel to it. Yeah, I didn't think he looked enough like him. Though. Yeah, he doesn't look. They, they could have found someone that looks more like him. Mm-hmm. After we watched the movie, funny enough, YouTube started recommending me old Mark Zuckerberg videos from like 2003. Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? But yeah, the, YouTube started recommending 2003 Mark Zuckerberg videos and like what he looked like. So I was just like, I saw it and he just like looks so much different from jesse but i thought he did a good job like acting with like the mannerisms and stuff because like mark yeah. zuckerberg is a very robotic person so yeah, i don't know i think an interesting movie would be like an elon musk movie yeah that'd be cool yeah and like how he started because i feel like not a lot, like a lot of people know he's like from south africa but um they don't know a lot about him it's like our other hero bell delphine right <laughs> <laughs> he's that what you're gonna do you're gonna direct the bell delphine movie yeah is it gonna be like a movie or is it gonna be like an adult movie <laughs> no. Is that your answer? Or are you just muttering no. that? <laughs> I don't know. I was just talking. What is uh, what's uh, so you're t- telling me something about Bill Delphine and what's the news? I don't know. What? Yeah, you do. What's the news with Bill Delphine? I don't know. He said that she's making something. That she's making. Did she get canceled? She's making corn. She's making corn. She's making porn. Oh. Oh, that's well, funny. that's just something I heard. I don't know. Is it true? I don't know. Where'd you hear it? It was just some random, just some headline. I didn't even read it. Because if this is breaking news, the simps are rejoicing, <laughs> dude. They're fucking celebrating in the streets. No. Well, I only brought her up because I thought it's hard to tell <laughs> someone from that. It's hard to tell if, like, you know, a South African from someone who comes from Britain. That's kind of because I always saw Elon Musk was British at first too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because he has like the accent. Yeah, and I thought she was too. I don't know. That's the only reason why I brought her up because it's hard to tell the difference. Like you sometimes think they're from Britain or Australia. I could see their accent kind of sounding Australian. Hmm. Well, with Belle Delphine's new videos, I'm surprised. I'm gonna predict that it's not gonna happen because she because she said that she was gonna be on like Pornhub. And then she made like a made a bunch of videos, but they were not what you think. They were like, uh, it was like titled like Belle Delphine with two black cocks, but it was really? two black chickens. Oh, yeah, and people got pissed. <laughs> like she was getting death threats, and like it was bad. Like oh, dude, the Sims were so pissed, and uh, I don't know, it the it was it was a fiasco, dude. <laughs> the internet was on fire. Hey Alex, bad. would you ever uh, consider being a porn director? No. I would. I yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. You'd probably make a lot of money doing that. I don't know if that's the image I want as being some sleazy porn director. Dude, I have to be a sleazy porn director. You could be a classic High one. quality. Yeah, that's the point. We're talking about high quality BuzzFeed stuff, man. BuzzFeed? <laughs> or not BuzzFeed. Uh, <laughs> see, I don't even know. What, what's it called? 
Brazzers. Brazzers? Brazzers. It's Brazzers. Brazzers? High-quality Brazzers. I suppose. That sounds weird. Is it really called that? Brazzers? I don't know. Or Brazzers? I heard you can get money from Pornhub. How? Oh, you just... Tell us the secrets. Well, I I don't actually know if it's true. I just know, like, you know, how people, they upload, like, amateur porn and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it, you can, there's ways to monetize it on Pornhub apparently. So you can become like a, <laughs> you just got like YouTube, that. like how you monetize videos, just be like a, yes. what's, it, what's it called? A, a Pornhubber. Pornhubber. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine to, like that on your resume. <laughs> a Pornhubber. YouTuber. Pornhubber. Apparently <laughs> Pornhubber. <laughs> That's too funny, dude. Just adult, just content creator. Kinda, that's it what sucks. I'd say. Like, there's certain jobs that people can get that would like look bad on their resume. Yeah. Like if you were a porn director, like, do you want to? Would that look bad on your yeah. next job, depending on what it is? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not. Or like a prostitute, like, or like legal, or, or like, like working at like a weed shop. Yeah, that might or not. It just it's not as bad as being like. <laughs> um, <laughs> certain jobs kind of maybe ruin your. Uh, I think the answer for that. So I don't think you. So <laughs> I don't think jobs can ruin a resume because you can always leave them off. Yeah, that's true. So I think it depends on what you're doing. So like if you're if you were a you know working at like a weed shop and you're applying to be a cop, I would probably not put that on there. But <laughs> if you're working if you're trying to uh, get hired in another local business like a small business like that, I would leave that on there because you do have business skills, and yeah. sales and restock and all that kind of stuff well the thing like if you've been working that job for a long time like 10 years i mean it'd be hard to leave off your resume because it would just they probably wouldn't like that huge gap in it you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh well we're just like doing nothing for 10 years like what are you doing you know it'd be better than having to put the you know you were a prostitute in las vegas (laughs) or something right (laughs) like i worked at the pink castle like i don't know (laughs) the pink castle yeah I just, I don't know. Those just sound like a brothel name. <laughs> just something like that. Well, you know, even if it was legal, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It still might not. It might not look good. good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, was, I was an escort. Like, oh, right. if you're applying to be, like, a teacher or something, like, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Do you, it's, it's honest work, right? Do <laughs> escorts in Vegas have to pay taxes? Well, yeah. Really? They're, well, it's a legal business. Of course, they have to pay income taxes. That's just weird to think about. I mean, I don't know how their pay scale would be. Like, maybe, maybe, could be like wages. Well, you, pay. you know, they make so much t- money in tips. Like, yeah, that's true, and that's the thing. Like, I think you don't necessarily have to report tips as long as they're under a certain amount, because as long as you're on salary, then you'd just be paying taxes on that. But uh, I don't, like I said, I don't know like how much money they actually keep, like, and how much money the brothel owners keep. Why does Vegas have so many different rules from the rest of the country? <laughs> yeah, they like yeah prostitutes are legal there and even like yeah. gambling yeah gambling gambling. Laws. I, I don't know i know in some areas like on native reservations they they have like tribal laws like that's why gambling in like casinos can be legal on native reservations oh, but like, not that's why a lot of casino maybe. owners are native yeah i, I guess that's, that's like that's the probably, stereotype anyway it's a stereotype but i'm sure there's truth to it that yeah like gambling can be legal on a, on a on native american land but but I don't know why it would be legal in Las Vegas and not anywhere else. Well, it's a massive tourist place. Okay, know. so we make an exception if it's making us money. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how the world works, dude. <laughs> if yeah. they make money, dude, it's, it's over. Yeah. Things things change. You get benefits. Well, maybe with Oregon. I don't know. Like, if you're going to decriminalize all drugs. and that's true. Why not legalize prostitution at that point? Oregon's I mean. kind of turning into a unique place. I think... Um, you know, I like to call it, like, new age kind of uh, policies. So, like, yeah. that'd be, like, legalizing all drugs, you know, like, things that wouldn't fly back in the day. 
<laughs> not really traditionalist stuff. I feel like Oregon is kind of like the hub for that. Or like, you know, so I feel Colorado. like I feel like if the country decides to make shifts, we're like, you know, nationwide legalizing everything, you know, prostitution becomes a legal thing. Um, it's like going to happen in Oregon first. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That's like the test state. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, guinea pigs. Pretty much. So I it's mean, happening with other things, too, of course. Yeah, like uh, during the election, they legalized mushrooms and yeah. Rhode, Rhode Island, too, right? So, like, those are the two states. Rhode and Island. they decriminalized all drugs. It was they? Colorado. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, like, the yeah, statistics of Oregon with everything yeah, I know. Do you think it's going to be – do you guys think it's going to be a net positive or – Net negative. I don't know. I think a lot of people are going to move to Oregon now <laughs> so <laughs> because of that reason. Do so mushrooms, they're going yeah. to get overrun with like a lot of drug addicts. Mm-hmm. Could make them a lot of money though. Yeah, the city. It, it could make maybe renovate the city with all the taxes and money that that's going to. Yeah, generate. but there's not going to be like a, a shop to buy crystal meth at. No, but I mean like just for <laughs> mushrooms and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's but decriminalized. Right. I think it's because they, their thought process is that they want to have more people in treatment centers Instead versus of jail. jail. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying Oregon doesn't have like medical crystal meth? No, I don't no. know. They might. I mean, no, at this it, point. They, they decriminalize those hard. We're kind of behind them. Yeah. So. I, I think I think they <laughs> I think they legalize mushrooms. Like maybe there will be mushroom shops now. But with all other drugs, I think they just decriminalize them. Like, yeah. like if you get caught with it, you have to go to treatment or you have to pay a fine mm-hmm. or something. I like the treatment option. I think that's probably a good Yeah. Thing. I mean, eventually they're probably just going to pay a fine to not go to jail, but they'll probably get caught multiple times and eventually – I mean, not jail treatment. Eventually, those probably go to treatment. Whatever, I mean, whatever keeps, you know, drug addicts out of prison. I don't think drug addicts need to go to prison. I think they need to go to, like, a rehabilitation. Treatment, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty. Pa- I'm actually really passionate about prison reform. I think that there needs to be a massive change in how the yeah, prison I mean, system yeah. works. Yeah, and I think also just the culture around prison, too, because we view prison as, like, a punishment, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be correctional. It's yeah. not supposed to punish you. It's supposed to help you get better. Exactly. So you don't do that again. And it's also, you know, we're ta- I was talking to Zach about this, I believe. I think it was Zach. But we were talking about how, you know, some people will go into prison for, like, a small crime. And they'll be in there for, like, a couple years, two yeah. or three years. And then there's a there's a YouTuber that was talking about it. He knew a guy that went into prison for, like, only a few years for something small. And then by the time he's in there, he ended up getting even more time. He was in there for, like, 40 years. Really? Yeah, because when you're in there, when you're in these high 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 quality prisons were like in la or something you know there's gangs in these prison stuff you have to join a gang because if you don't you fucking die they'll kill you yeah. so you join a gang and then all of a sudden you have to do whatever the gang tells you to do or if someone's messing with you you have to beat them up otherwise you're like a punk or whatever they say right and then you beat that guy up then you get more time um if someone's messing with someone in your gang you got to go stab them then you have to yeah. go do it and by the time this some kid went in there for like three years and came out in 40 years <laughs> like yeah like the whole prison like societal thing is like preventing people from if anything it's making people worse when yeah. they go in you know like it's making them into better criminals pretty much they're almost like psychos you know like i don't know yeah maybe you know how earlier we're talking about you know the difference between sociopaths and psychopaths like maybe the environment that comes with a hardcore jail could make you into a sociopath oh i think so just make sure you, make you more likely to commit a crime i think there's some inhumane things about prison too like uh, like solitary yeah. confinement yeah i think like, that's what you mean you know like i could maybe see it as like an extreme measure like with you know like uh 
I don't know, like maybe pedophiles or something, because you know, like people just kill them, like the, all the the rest of the prisoners. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so what do you do? You can't have them around people. But yeah, I definitely agree, and definitely none for minors. No solitary confinement for yeah, minors. Yeah, that's a whole other discussion for yeah. sure. Because I know there's people who've been like solitary confinement and just go nuts after. Yeah, you know, like, like I said, uh, there. I think there would only be extreme situations where you should be able to use that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know what the solution thing would be for like the, the pedof- pedophile problem. Cause yeah, like, those I mean, people do, you know, die. Yeah. I mean, you um, don't have to do not, Maybe not solitary. Like you could still put them by people. Just don't let them in the rec center with other people. Or like a cell block or, or like yeah, an area that's yeah. exclusively programmed. Don't, want, what, what don't do you, let them shower by themselves. What do you think of that? Where they group people by crime. So all the murderers yeah. are in one area. All the rapists are in one area. All the, you know, Pedophile, massive and... drug dealers are in one area, um, and then all of like the petty criminals are in one area. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it might, it might, you know, make separating people. Yeah, it might. I don't know. I could see how it might be all right. I don't know. Seems like there might be something wrong with it in the long run. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that like sounds like something would. Yeah, something like, like under the radar would like. Yeah, like, work out. like <laughs> I can't pin it down, but there's just something that like it seems like it should be good in theory, but there's yeah. probably a lot of problems with it. I mean, I think that's, you know, if, if you know, you're going to arrest, you know, pet, uh, child molesters or whatever. You yeah. Know, I mean, like, I, that's probably the way to do it. Yeah, you know? you're, you're right. pretty much uh, giving them a death sentence. Yeah. Like, I think for, for sex offenders, that probably would work, mm-hmm. actually. Because uh, there's, there's a prisoner, a prisoner YouTuber. He's like, he came out of prison and he talks about stuff. I don't, can't remember his name. He used to watch him Oh, the after ago. prison show? No. Um, I can't remember his name. He's this white guy, and he's jacked. He's got tattoos all over. But anyways, he's talking about how uh, when you first roll into prison, you have to, like, have your little sheet of paper that, like, shows, like, your papers, like, what what you did or whatever. And you show up, and, like, you have to go to your gang leader, whichever your race is. <laughs> you have to go to, what? <laughs> to, you have to, go to the, leader. the leader of your race because you are go in a gang. That's how it works. You have to go up to them, show them your papers. <laughs> they look at it. If you're, like, a child molester or, like, you beat, beat kids or, like, child abuse or something you cannot join the gang and then by the end of the day you're dead yeah <laughs> that that or, so it's so like what he was saying is like a lot of people know that before they go in and when they go in they're immediately lock it down because apparently that's an option that you can just immediately just go to solitary oh, yeah. for the rest of your time it's like protective custody but it's essentially solitary yeah. so if you're in there for 10 years you can be in solitary confinement for 10 years but it's yeah. like you know, you have to do that otherwise you're gonna die <laughs> I but guess. I don't know having these situations that I'm talking about in like a somewhere where you're supposed to be like rehabilitating, it's, it's, there's a big problem. You know, like yeah, and like I said, I think the whole like grouping people based on crime that would work for sex offenders. But would you want a whole bunch of murderers together or something? I mean, I guess it might be more likely to kill each other. I don't know. Like I could see it was using mostly to protect like sex offenders, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it would necessarily work with other people. Well, if we're talking about rehabilitation, right? So like for prison reform kind of thing what about people with life sentences yeah so like how you can't rehabilitate those people because they're not going back to society so do you just lock them up forever do you you know if you have a life sentence is that a death sentence how how, how, how do you think that should work yeah I don't know what do you think Brent Uh, I don't know don't care about prison reform (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess it's not that I don't care I just can you rephrase the question, maybe? Um, yeah. So, uh, so if if they do a prison reform where like, because now prison is like a punishment, right? It's more yeah. of a punishment thing. 
if they, if they try to rehabilitate people to get back into society and be contributing members of society, um, how should they deal with life sentences? It's like if you kill someone, you're in there for life. Hmm. Should they just execute you? Should they lock you up forever and just keep it how it is? I guess it depends how bad the crime is. That's a good point. Like some people maybe are too too much of a danger to society to go back ever. Yeah. And well, that's, I mean, that's, why, that's, that's, that's why, why they're getting a life sentence. Yeah. yeah, that's why they have it. So in ex- situations like that, maybe they should just stay in there forever. But at that point, they'd probably be wanting to kill themselves eventually. Mm-hmm. They would get so, like, that feeling. Or they just get institutionalized and they get used to it and they – they start to enjoy the life. They don't really enjoy it. They just they just come to terms with it. That usually is what happens. Um, yeah, have you seen? You know, people. we all watch Shawshank Redemption together. Mm, uh, classic. Uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people watching may have seen it. But the the that was a big theme in the movie is that this guy was it was his time to leave and he he didn't want to leave so he he was trying to do something to get in trouble so that he could stay because he's <laughs> he's institutionalized is what they called it. He's gotten so used to living on the inside that he doesn't even want to face world on the outside because it's it's too sped up it's too it's not his pace he doesn't understand how to even live in it so he'd rather live in his fantasy world Mm -hmm. of prison and we're also talking about like large scale prisons like los angeles you know the, yeah. new york those kind of places we're not talking about like small town prisons like the prison we have here in town i know i guess like, that's just really, a big jail didn't really answer your question but i just talk more mm-hmm. yeah. well i guess it depends like like for me like when i was thinking about my answer to that question i think i like i would have to answer something else like do you guys believe in life without parole because this kind of giving up on someone, I mean, people could always change. And if you don't want to ever let them out, they're too dangerous, then just don't parole them. So maybe we should get rid of life without parole. And it would still be correction-based instead of punishment. That way there is always an opportunity for them to be corrected. But if, but if that time never comes, then you never have to let them out. That's tricky. Because who's to say that that person doesn't just go back into society? And... I guess. Well, that's always you know, a risk. I, I don't but... think that... It sounds cruel, but I don't think everyone deserves that second chance. Yeah. Like, if you went into a school and shot a bunch of kids and then got caught and got arrested, <laughs> I don't think you yeah. should get a second chance. You know what I mean? What if What if we gave people with life sentences or we, we just moved them to Mars? <laughs> did what Britain did for Australia? <laughs> just make it a prison well, what do you, colony? What do you think would happen? Do you think Mars would, like, take over the world? Mars? Yeah. Like the prison colony? A planet can't take over the world. Why not? Because well, it's a another planet. planet. He, he means like the prisoners, right? If yeah. they just... Oh, I thought you were talking about the like the physical planet. <laughs> no. If, if we like turn Mars into a prison colony? Yeah, that's what I was kind of. That'd be pretty controversial. I don't think that needs to happen. <laughs> we just send our prisoners to space. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Like like if we get really advanced, like, like if we... Like just send them away. Like yeah, don't if, even... I guess if we like... Well, I'm talking about if we're like a tier two civilization, you know, and we've conquered star systems, and maybe we could have a prison that's colony. Like, that's like I don't know. Sending them to hell. Basically. Can you can you explain what the tiers mean? Because you mention it a lot, like uh, tier one civilization, tier two. Like what 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 was what is um, each tier? What does it mean? Um, it was it was created, I think, by this. Um, I think he was an astronomer. He might have been a physicist, like Nikolai Kardashev. It's a Kardashev scale, and. 
it's basically used to kind of predict how advanced we'll be in the future. But I mean, people also use it to predict like alien civilizations we might find. And it's just basically how much energy you, you use, basically. And what, like, what is a tier one civilization? Like a tier one is being able to use all of the energy on your planet. So, okay. you know, so like we basically just, we basically civilize, like, um, We've modernized the entire planet. Like, you know, we can use all of the sun coming here, all of the water, all of the stuff like that. And then a tier two would be using all of the energy around your solar system, I believe. And then a tier three would be using the galaxy. Okay. And what are, what are we? Um, we're tier zero. <laughs> tier zero. Yeah, we're not even tier one yet, but wow. we're close, I guess. And there's some cool properties that come with that, too. Like, since a Tier 1 could use all of the energy on their planet, they could basically control the weather because they would mm. be able to terraform. Well, there's conspiracies that you can... They already do that. I guess. And I guess by accident, we kind of are controlling What's the that? Uh, you ever hear about that facility that's in Alaska that's like a weather control facility, apparently? You ever hear about that? No. Oh, what is that called? It's called a harp or something like that. A harp? I think it's called a harp. Harp. It's called something. It's like a abbreviation name. But yeah. yeah, they talk about this facility. It's like a government facility in Alaska. And no one knows what it does. So like, huh. they, people theorize it's like a government weather control thing. They can control the weather. I don't know. It sounds kind of crazy because uh, there's it, no it basis be, of fact. But I guess like it could be some kind of military thing. There's a huge Air Force base in Alaska. Really? So, yeah, no, I didn't know that. In Anchorage, yeah, I think I think we have one of the biggest Air Force bases in the U.S. Actually, in Alaska. I mean, there's a lot of open land. It makes sense. So. That's convenient. Because, I mean, it's really, you know, open land, and, like, it's up north. It's in a good spot, you yeah, know, exactly. right next to Russia. So. Yeah, and, yeah, and radar and electronics are more efficient in the cold, too. So I could see why they would put it up here. So, I mean, it could just be some military base. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I've never heard of it. So if we get nuked by a <laughs> yeah. country, if we get, or get attacked, uh, how... How much in danger is Alaska, do you think? Um, well, <laughs> it's an odd question. Honestly, like, I, I can't decide if we'd be in a really good position or a really bad position. because We have so much oil. Yeah, exactly. That's why we might be in a bad position. Because, yeah, I mean, they just might target the oil fields and stuff like but that. But you think that if a country wanted to attack, they would go to, a, like, a hard, large populated area, like New York City, you know, L.A. If they want yeah. to take out people. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, but if first. you want to attack America, you want to, like, to pick out people. You want to, like, send a message. I know, but I don't know. I think maybe at first, like, as a warning, but I think it would be more effective to cripple them, to cripple your enemies first and then kind of close in. And you could. You could start by crippling the oil industry so we can't fuel our military to respond back and then target other things. So I don't know. But I don't know. We also might be in a good – just because Alaska is so big. You know, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I can't decide if we'd be – well off or, or not well off. I bet Canada and Mexico are really nervous to be around us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like in the blast zone, dude. Yeah. Canada's like, man, if America fucks us up, we're done. <laughs> like, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> North America. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. It's all in North America. We were talking about... Uh, yeah, making... A United <laughs> North America. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I was. I don't know. So do you think it's a bad thing or no? I, I think we have different opinions on this. I wouldn't think it's a bad thing if it's willing. Like if, say, the leaders of the U.S., Mexico, and Canada all mutually agreed to become one super country. Yeah. And like North America is just one country. I don't think that's possible. 
Well, I don't. I didn't say it's possible. I said idealistically. <laughs> I know it's not being realistic, but idealistically, imagine. I mean, you know how much more division there would be. Yeah. If we all combine into one. Yeah, you're right. That that is one downside is that we'd have to the the government would have to be so huge and we'd have to have such a huge bureaucracy. Not it, even it, that. It might just it might just collapse. I'm talking about the people. Like we're already so divided right now. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. you know, like America's divided within itself and then all of a sudden you have like the Canadians, they'd probably be like you're still Americans. You see, like <laughs> you'll see, like this weird, like I don't even know if it's racism, but like I, it's a weird, like separationist yeah, kind of. Maybe after a couple hundred years, I don't know. We might, <laughs> we might be able to make it work. I don't know. I like I said, I know it's not realistic. Just, just idealistically, that would be awesome, right? You think it's a fascist idea? A united North America? Yeah, only if it is. If it's not willing, then. <laughs> Like, if, if America just took over Canada <laughs> or Mexico, then yeah, of course. But it, but if they're, if everyone's willing to, then it's democratic. Can you imagine that timeline where America took over Canada and Mexico? Yeah, with that South Park. <laughs> so oh, bomb man. Canada. God. Bomb Canada. <laughs> Could you believe it? You know, is that a... I... <laughs> We're at war with Canada. <laughs> That's so stupid. That sounds like the lamest war I've ever heard. Yeah. If we go to war, I go to war with someone cool. <laughs> Canada, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, idealistically, like, if we did do that, we would control the world. Oh, yeah. A super no country. That'd be, I mean, <laughs> we're a whole continent, dude. Yeah, we control the world. Are there any countries that are a whole continent besides, like, Australia? No, I think Australia, right? Yeah. Huh. Shout out to the Australians. You guys are cool. Yeah. Your whole country. It's crazy. It's yeah, I think it's the only country that's also a continent. It's wild. Yeah. Wow. At least I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. When I was a kid, I used to think Europe was a country. Really? Yeah. Europe. <laughs> huh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. You guys are just funny. So, uh, Alex... Another question. Huh. I don't mean to s- s- like leave Brent to the side, but this is a question I've been uh, wondering for a while. Uh, actually, no. We're bringing this. We're bringing you into this, Brent. Okay. All right. So uh, you, I, don't, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but uh, you seem to entertain. I'm not saying you believe it. Entertain the idea of the flat Earth theory. Oh me? Yes. Is that correct? I entertain, entertain it. Yeah, yes, sure. I'm very I entertain a lot of things. Um, but, yeah. Alex was telling me the other day that uh, he has a theory, or not a theory, uh, I don't know if theory is the word, an idea that debunks the flat earth theory. It has to do with Antarctica. Well, did it really? Antarctica? Well, because what the flat oh, earth theory says about. is they say that Antarctica is a circle around yeah, it's right. an ice wall. Yes, and yeah. he can disprove that right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, you can go on cruise it. ships to Antarctica. Can you? Yeah, you well, can yeah, go you see go, it. Yeah, you go to the edge. Well, no, okay, okay. You can also apply for jobs in Antarctica. Any civilian can. Really? Yeah, like well, I could, I even me, I could well, get I mean, a job in Antarctica. Does, still doesn't mean that that it's still. Like, they they might not know what they're on. They get to the Antarctica. It could well, still be the edge. Well, but it went like like on the model they have. It's like a wall. That's what they view Antarctica as. It's like a wall that surrounds the Earth. The yeah. disc, yeah, it's not something you could stand on. It's just a wall, but you can go there. Like I, like we could get jobs in in Antarctica. We could like go there. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't see why you couldn't go there if it was the edge either. It's because it's it would be an ice wall. <laughs> it would be like the width of a bowl, kind of. Would it be though? Yeah, like have, have you seen the flat Earth models? Into. Like, yeah, I've seen. So it, you can't. So it's just a wall. You can't stand on Antarctica. No, that's what they say. They say that's their explanation of why the oceans don't yeah, just fall over. The like disc. I said, I mean, I, I like to think about it, but there's probably some things that disprove it that I'm not aware of. Huh? So it'd be like a big ice wall, kind of like Game of Thrones. But to me, Game of Thrones. It? Yeah, they like have a giant. It's called the Wall. It's like this giant ice, ice wall. Never mind. It just no, seems, no one here's seen it. That. Just seems like something that, that doesn't matter too much like if someone wants to think they're this flat it doesn't really change their everyday life as to a person that thinks it's not yeah probably. well if they found well, out if it was confirmed the earth is flat like they confirmed it like it was you know for flat earth people were real or, or the flat earth people were 100 percent right like that would change a lot actually that changed almost everything mm-hmm. that changed religion no religion drastically well religion actually says it's flat I mean, Some religions, uh, like yeah. it says in the Bible, like the four corners of the earth. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And oh, and it's a sphere. I guess that's what they. Yeah, spheres so have well, corners. I, I guess exactly. yeah, it, it'd be that's like a, it would be like like a I rectangle. Think con- I think you converted me. Like I think a, you did it. It would be more like a flat <laughs> rectangle, yeah. And like I said, in a lot of parts of the Bible uh, and things, some of them are meant to be metaphorical. Not true. Yeah. Literal. So so yeah, the Bible is confusing. It's another topic for another time. It is another topic for another time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so you guys are making signals. Does that mean you're done? Uh, yeah. I'm you just not to be like secretive about it. Just fucking, just say something. I wasn't making signals, but no. but I mean we we probably talked about enough stuff. Yeah, we're about at our time limit. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll sign out. Uh, this is Brent, our flat earth conspiracist no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun way to end it i guess yeah. uh and we have alex uh bill nye the science kid and then we have me who is running the stream always it would be really nice if i finally got someone to run this um without me doing it because i like to, i would want to sit around the table but yeah whatever anyways um our next podcast will be i believe with Mikhail and Curtis, Curtis Kanakis and Mikhail Wilsusen. Oh, yeah. They are some childhood friends of mine. They'll be over here on Wednesday, and uh, we're probably going to shoot the shit and just uh, <laughs> talk about old times. It'll be good stuff. Talk about probably like, growing up in Alaska and stuff like that. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. Um, otherwise, we're going to sign out, and uh, thanks for being on, guys. Yep.